0: This episode is brought to you by Anchor Media. Do you have a message that you want to share with the world but aren't exactly sure how to get it out there? Have you been wrestling back and forth with the idea of starting a podcast but got overwhelmed with just thinking about it? I get it. Before I started my podcast, I struggled with clarity, resources, and how was I supposed to structure the show? Thankfully, I attended Anchor Media's Find Your Voice Academy retreat for podcasters. Anchor Media has helped over 100 plus shows launch profitable podcasts. During this three-day event, I learned everything I needed to start a podcast. From choosing the right tools and equipment, making my message marketable, and how to make money from my podcast, I even left there with my first episode recorded. Podcasting is a great way to build confidence in your voice, multiply your income, and build an engaged audience. If you're ready to get over your fear of speaking and start your own podcast, then you should join CEO Tatum Tamia and Anchor Media on Thursday, April 7th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Find Your Voice Academy Open House. This is how you can learn to attend your next one. So sign up today at anchormedia.com backslash open house. That's anchormedia, A-N-C-H-O-R-E-D-M-E-D-I-A.com backslash open house, H O U S E. That's anchormedia.com backslash open house. Welcome to another episode of the My Sister's Glow Podcast. I'm your host, E. Mace. If you are a first-time listener, welcome. So happy to have you here. If you are a repeated listener, what's up, sis? Good to have you back again. Y'all, I'm excited about today's episode because this one came straight from heaven, as does every other week. And I'm just so excited to share it with you guys because it really, truly blessed me uh, when I actually received the revelation and then I found the scripture to support what God had given me, so I was so excited. But before we jump into that, I wanna give a shout out to everybody that listens to the show. I wanna let y'all know that it does not, I don't just take it as it's nothing. It truly means something to me, um, you know, that you guys listen. So I checked on Chartable. They send like a weekly update of who's listening and where the listeners are come from. So according to Chartable, we had um, over 300 listens last week and we are charting in the uh, in the parenting category for Saudi Arabia. For Kenya and then we're charting in Ghana for the kids and family category. So I don't personally know anybody in Kenya or Ghana. Um, We're even charting in South Africa. I do have a cousin that's uh, in Saudi Arabia, but I'm just going to assume that she's not the person that's making the impact on the listens by herself. So I just want to say Thank you to every one of my listeners um, in America and out of America, to my brothers and sisters in Ghana and Kenya, South Africa, and to Saudi Arabia. I see y'all. I appreciate y'all. I thank you. If I did not list your country, please do not think I don't appreciate you because I do very much, but these were the ones that were like up on the highest. So I'm greatly, greatly appreciative, and I'm excited that you guys are here with me every week and that we can receive God's word together. So let's jump into the show. Today's episode is titled, Stay in a Child's Place. So y'all you know, growing up, especially being a black girl, like one of the things that were often said to me was from my grandma, my great grandma, my mother is to stay in a child's place. They always told me to stay in a child's place. And this was often said to me when like they were having conversation and I was like asking questions and they looking at me like, girl, get your little self on somewhere. Like nobody is, <laughs> nobody is talking to you. Okay. Like, stay in a child's place. And so, um, Lately, and I've been sharing on the podcast, if you have not heard, please go back a couple episodes and listen. I'm sharing kind of the recent um, season that I have been in, and this season has taught me surrender and like blind faith, because literally, y'all, I don't know how things are going to work out. I don't know how things are going to go from one thing to the next or one season to the next. But what I do know is that God has got me. And one of the things that God had told me in my prayer time is like, I am your father. You're my daughter, and I need you to just be that. You be the daughter, I be the father. Stay in a child's place. And I was like, oh, come on and gather me then. And, you know, what he reminded me of is that God is my provider. He makes provision for me. And the way that he, you know, illustrated this in my mind was that if my natural father was a king, If my natural father was a billionaire, you know, my natural fathers, they are not kings and they're not millionaires or billionaires yet. However, when I need something, I go to, I have my father um, and I have a stepfather who, um, you know, I have two father figures in my life who have uh, been a pivotal part of my life. And when I go to them, I don't worry that they're not going to show up. I don't worry that they're not going to do whatever they're supposed to do. I just go to them because I trust them to do that. My Biological father is very handy. There has never been a time, well, before I got married, there's never been a time that I actually was like, okay, well, let me worry about how to put this together. Like, no, I'm just going to call my dad. If something happened with my car, my dad's, my uncle, my dad's brother is good with cars, so I'm just going to call my dad. Um, for my, uh, te- he's technically my stepfather, but i call him my dad as well. For my other dad, he's very, um, uh, go with like uh, numbers And and organization And planning he's very knowledgeable about, about Certain things so like I know that I can Go to him for that because he Just knows so I'm not going to sit here and struggle And make life harder for myself I'm just going to go to my dad and I'm going to Expect them to show up because they're my dad And they've always shown up and so You know God was saying it's the same With him like no I may not be your natural Father like I'm not like As far as a person but I'm your father And you have to trust me So the scripture that he gave me is, I suggest you read the whole chapter, but I'm just going to do a snippet today. It's Romans chapter 8. I'm specifically going to be reading uh, verses 14 through 17. And I'm reading the NIV version. For those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you receive brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are now God's children. Now if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings, in order that we may also share in his glory. And I really like, again, no, I recommend reading the whole chapter. The whole chapter is good, but I wanted to use verses 14 through 17 because it literally says, like, God is our dad. So we get all the benefits of uh, that Christ has, you know what I mean? Like, we are in co-sonship with him. Uh, I mean, co-heirs with him, excuse me. And we're heirs of God. You know, there are different instances in the Bible where he talks about creating us in his own image. And so a lot of times, as parents as people even you know we get so down on ourselves we get hard on ourselves because we're not showing up the way that we feel we should show up we're not doing all the things that we feel that we should should be doing however we forget that our very creator designed us to be a certain way now this doesn't negate the things that we've been through in our life so sometimes life experiences causes us to be a little jaded causes us to be a little rough on the edges Even with the example that I gave of trusting my natural fathers to show up, um, my natural fathers are not perfect. So they have made mistakes. They have had missteps in their journeys as fathers. But I have a father in heaven who has never made a mistake. And a lot of times we feel like God has made made a mistake or done something wrong because we start to go through things in our life. But the Bible says that if we indeed share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. So it's one of those things that like if naturally you were an heir to a throne, if naturally you were supposed to inherit billions and millions or trillions of dollars, There's a certain responsibility that comes with that. And there's absolutely probably some stressors that come with that, right? Like, I can't imagine having to run a whole kingdom, like, you know, as a queen or be responsible for all these people to make, like, all these laws and legislations. Like, although those things are good, they are a stressor indeed. And so, while we do get the glory of having the money from this, the the notoriety of all of it, there also comes a level of stress with it. Well, it's the same thing as being Christians, right? Like, just because we're saved, just because we're Christians does not mean we get to walk in this life and have no problems or no issues. Like, that is not what the word says. Like, we are going to suffer we are going to go through things you know what I mean like we don't stop living life just because we accept uh you know Christ as our savior no we accept Christ as our savior we're going to still live an earthly life but one thing that we do know is that we have a father in heaven that we are now directly connected to that we now have some insight and some intel to so, again, if you were an heir to a throne, if you were um, to inherit all this money, you might go through whatever. But, like, just think about it. We see it on the movies. We see it in social media all the time. People who have money and they have a, a certain amount of power, their kids might fall in whatever situations, but mom and dad can afford to get them out of situations because they have access to resources and money and power. So it's the same thing with our father in heaven. So again, I suggest reading the Romans 8, but the specific scripture that we use here today, were verses 14 through 17, you have to view God as your father. And if you have not had a good father uh, relationship, it might be difficult for you to trust God to show up as a father. But you know, God is not a man that he should lie. And Again, I'm not sitting on this microphone and telling you that it's going to be easy, that it's going to be, oh yeah, just trust God. It's no big deal. Like it's super easy. It's super fun. It's not always easy. It's not always fun. But one of the things that it, one of the benefits of trusting God to show me your father is that it takes so much stress and weight off of your own shoulders. We perform all the time. We try to show up on social media a certain way. We try to show up to our jobs a certain way. And even... With like setting goals for ourselves, and many of us who are ambitious, we set goals for ourselves and we push, 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 push push to meet these goals. And if we don't meet these goals, they somehow um, impact what we feel is our value, and it's like Yeah, it feels good to reach a goal, but like when we tie our value, our worth and who we are to those goals, to those tangible things, it's almost as if we're setting ourselves up for failure. So it's like finding that balance of writing the vision and making it plain as we were instructed in, um, I believe is uh, Habakkuk 2 and 2, to do those things. We also have to find the balance in just being his kids and staying in a child's place. We have to just trust that God is going to be God, that he's going to be our father, and that he's going to show up for us. We have to trust that the same God that he is when we, um, you know, get we get the glory and, and the, all the great things are happening, the blessings are flowing in. We have to trust that He is the same God when we are dealing in grief, when we're dealing with anxiety, when we're dealing with um uh, overwhelm, when we're dealing with bills and financial problems, or, or relational problems, or health problems. He's the same God. Now, God is not going to change, but what happens to us is that we often change. Quite like children. When children are getting their way, they're perfectly fine. They're happy. You're the best parent in the world. When you tell them no, or when you something happens, like I remember taking my child, she had to go to the doctor and she had to get a shot, and like she was pissed with me after the fact. But you know, I know that I'm making the best informed decision as far as I know for her health, and it doesn't feel good for her. But in the long run, my prayer is is that it impacts her in a better way it's for her good so it's the same thing with god sometimes we don't understand we cannot understand how our our broken heart is a part of his plan we cannot understand how our sufferings are a part of his plan but one thing i do know is that while we may not ever understand it right now moment by moment day by day we have to remind ourselves that he is our father and he is not like an earthly father who is going to make mistakes so I hope that this really blesses you. I hope that this really um, catapults you into wherever you're supposed to be in God, whatever season you're supposed to be in. I know for myself, being in a season of rest and stillness, the only thing God has released me to do as of right now is my podcast and to show up as a therapist. And honestly, I want to hustle. I want to do more because I'm ambitious and I got ideas for days, but in obedience to God, I'm just taking down the ideas as he gives them to me and moving forward that way. Don't kill yourself emotionally, mentally, or even naturally trying to hustle and show up because you feel like it defines who you are as a woman. Like it defines who you are as a mom. Like it defines who you are as a wife. Like, no, you, my sister, whoever's listening to this, above all things, you are God's daughter. And those other roles that you show up as, they are just that, they are your roles. And though that they may be roles that you love and you cherish very much, remember that they are not tied to your worth and that you are an heir. You're an heir of, you're his child. He wants to take care of you. He has a desire to take care of you. He's not a God who is sitting on high looking down low and waiting to punish you, waiting to trip you up. See, that's our human thinking. That's how we think it's humanistic people is that we are, you know, something is, you know, going to set us up for failure somebody want to slip us up or trip us up. But God is not like that. So this week I challenge you to just be. Go to your jobs and just be. Show up as a mom and just be. Show up as a wife and just be. And above all things, you show up it's God's daughter I love y'all and I'll talk to y'all next week Peace